We're back here for another episode of the Divergence Podcast. We're your host here. My name's Keddy. It's B. And we got another exciting episode here for you guys today. So I guess why don't we just start off here for what we have recommended for new shows and or you said you have a comedy special to recommend today. Yeah, uh, so I haven't really been able to watch much of anything since we recorded these last two episodes back to back almost. But um, I forgot to mention the last time, Cheeseburger by Andrew Santino. It's on Netflix right now. He's a Chicago comedian, uh, super ginger, and uh, therefore I love him. <laughs> uh, but this is his only second special because he doesn't really like to do specials. So he kind of worked on this for a long time and it really shows. It was a really good one. His Not- name sounds familiar. I don't know why. Uh, he's also the host of the Whiskey Ginger podcast and co-host of Bad Friends with Bobby Lee from Mad TV. You know what I think I realized? I just realized his last name is Santino, and I just uh, recently uh, watched the John Wick's movie with Tali over the weekend. Okay. And one of the guys, I think, from John Wick 3, his name is like Santino D'Antonio. That sounds right. So that's probably why it sounds familiar to me. Damn, those John Wick movies are something else. Yeah, those are her first times watching them, too. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'd like to get a first-timer's perspective watching that again. Yeah, I saw the first two. Three, I never saw before. But three is a good one. Three are available up on HBO Max. Isn't three where he's like riding a horse through the city at one point? Yeah, dude, that horse scene, oh my, it was hilarious. He like slaps her butt and just like bashes like the bad guy's faces. Yeah. And it, it, it was hilarious. Hey, Keanu could slap my ass and I'll bash anything he wants. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, that, that should be another recommendation. And go watch John Wick if you haven't. Because yeah. when Force coming out like this year, right? Yeah, Force comes out this March twenty fourth. Damn, you were ready with that. Yeah, I was because I was looking. She was like, "Is there a part four? And I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "I'm pretty sure there's, there's what there's supposed to be five parts to this movie." Oh, is it supposed to be five? I think so. I mean, oh, I didn't even may, know they had it planned out that long. I mean, maybe maybe they'll keep going after five. But I think I know Keanu said as long as he keeps making money, he'll keep making the movies. What better reason? It's true. I know they're also coming out with a spinoff called Ballerina. Hmm. Uh, it has, I guess it has to do with the ballerinas in the third movie, um, except one, I guess the protagonist is Anna de Armas. She's like one of the ballerinas who used to be an assassin. And I don't know what the, what the rest of the story is going to be about. But I feel like yeah. there's just a million different retellings of like the Black Widow story. Yeah, All pretty right. much. I I'll mean, take it. What else can you do? Uh, the other recommendation that I have, I guess aside from John Wick, that, that was just a surprise. <laughs> Uh, it's called an anime called Summertime Rendering. Uh, my cousin reminded me about it over the weekend because he was watching it for the first time. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to revisit this because like, I don't think I ever fully like watched it the first time because I think I just like skimmed over here or there like episodes. Because back then when I was first watching it, it was like I was basically like doing One Piece. and yeah, You've got to dedicate everything to One Piece. Otherwise, yeah. you're never going to get through it. I'm stalled at like the 550 mark because I took a break and now I'm getting too distracted with Inuyasha. Oh, not like that. I mean, like, I had, there was, like, no other place to watch it, but, like, on One Piece sites. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And so, basically, uh, now that it's available on Hulu, actually, all, all 25 episodes, I was starting watching with Tali, and it's a really great show. She seems to enjoy it a lot. It's only 25 episodes? Yeah, only 25 episodes. That's a good um, watch. It's a series uh, where this main character's name is Shinpei. He comes back to his home island from Tokyo because his friend just recently passed away. And it turns out there's, like, some mystery because a lot of people think that she didn't kill her. Like, she didn't, like, die accidentally because the story is that she uh, died uh, drowning, trying to save this one little girl from getting drowned herself. 
But then one of his friends tell him, it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, my dad did an autopsy and everything. And it's like, there's like some lacerations around her neck. Like someone like strangled her basically. And I'm just like, Ooh. Okay. Dragged under. Horrible way to go. Yeah. And interesting enough, Tali did mention it gave her like Twin Peaks vibes. Okay. So nice like, it's spooky. Really yeah. And then I guess the, I mean, they, they reveal it this early on. There's like something called shadows. Basically like copies of people that are like a darker version of themselves. <clears throat> is so, it is it kind of like a paranormal type of show? Yeah, it's kind of like a paranormal type of show. So it definitely does have like a Twin Peaks kind of vibe, but it's really good. I really like when anime introduces just like a like far-fetched concept that just everyone accepts in the world. <laughs> just something about that's so satisfying to me. Well, yeah, they play it. I, the way they in- introduce it is kind of like a local legend around their island, basically. Cool. Like that, that, like I guess there's a curse upon their island and to their people. And everyone's just like, yeah, we're cursed. It's cool. Yeah, but, like, the only way to purify that curse is you have to go to some shrine and get, like, purified. So, Hmm. I think we're, like, five episodes. Well, she's five episodes in. I'm refreshing myself about what's happening and everything. So, it's really good. So, definitely check it out. Available on Hulu, Summertime Rendering. Okay. So, it's been out for a while? Uh, I think it may have just recently premiered on Hulu because it does say 2023. So, I think they finally just got the licensing rights. Gotcha. All right. So, definitely worth checking out. Yeah. I always need more things for the watch list. But yeah, I guess to move on for more animation news over here with uh, Netflix, uh, once again, canceling a large wave of animated products. And the reasoning behind this turns out that they purchased a non-union studio that's based in Australia instead of paying for basically union animation. Which is just Netflix digging itself into a further hole at this point, I think. Yeah. I'm especially pissed because one of the things they canceled was uh, Inside Job, which I recommended a few weeks ago. So Yeah, and I was watching Mm -hmm. and I really liked it. It's fun, right? Yeah, and it's even crazier because season two was complete. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, we're not just going to... It was like, why why can't you just release season two? Well, for Inside Job, season two's out. Oh, it's out? No. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It's the second half of season one, I think. Yeah, I think it's the second half of season one. and then why not just release? Exactly. It it doesn't make any any sense at all. Total myth! I don't get it. Netflix is... I don't even know what they're going for at this point. I think they just lost a ton of money and they're trying to recover it in any way they can, but they're doing it in a really shitty way. It's stupid because they closed down their own in-house animation studio. Now they're trying to go for the cheap product of like just getting in like anime imports and basically non-union labor cheap stuff. It's a shame. You hate to see it. Like I, I mean, I guess it's cool they they can increase like their anime selection, but it's just like there's other sites dedicated to that that will probably have the same selection and probably with a much better dub and like subtitles selection than Netflix does. Because I know Netflix is pretty infamous for their subtitles. How so? Like, I guess how they translate it isn't exactly how it's supposed to be translated. I think they go uh-huh. with like the direct translation, where instead of like I know like Funimation and like Crunchyroll, they get more into like what they're actually trying to say. Right, I got you. So that's like one big difference. And I don't know. It's just maybe they, they just want to increase like their non-union also voice actor dub because I know like for uh, Kuroko they have a, like an all like. Obviously, in the new original voice English cast, but I think some of them are American, and I think most of them are like Australian and New Zealanders. Hmm. So that's interesting because I know in the original like uh, uh, anime, basically, uh, the when they go to America, they have like I guess Australian actors portraying the English American people, which I thought was interesting. Hilarious. I never watched that dubbed, so I wasn't I, I didn't know that, but that sounds fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> so, we're going to America. Good eye, mate. Yeah, <laughs> ready to play some ball. That's exactly how this sounded. I was just like, this is funny as hell to me. But I was like, I was like, they got to do with what they can because like Australia is like the next closest. I guess to Japan, they're right there. So yeah. that's 
all the influence they need. Yeah, so that, that's also probably why Netflix is just like, you know what? It's like we can get direct imports of anime from right here. Sure. I don't know. Weird move, man. It, it's a very strange one. It's definitely a very rough age for animation right now. I, I think I saw one of the animators on Twitter even say that tough age for animation right now and that she related it basically to being the 80s era of animation once again where we were just getting the same cookie cutter shows everywhere and animation projects not getting greenlit unless there's some merchandise deal to bankroll it basically. Yeah, it's like they're just taking things that are already made and they don't even have to be like that good. It's just new. Yeah, it's just new. It's very like limited animation, something like cheaply made, and they can probably make a dozen toys and merchandise and just sell it off. Do anime toys even really sell though? Yes. I mean, not here. Obviously, they'll sell in Japan and to some collectors here. Fair, but I mean, I feel like I feel like that makes more sense for like a kids show in America than it does for like an anime. I think that's what she means. Like for like American animation, basically, it's all just the same cookie cutter stuff, like basic. Give me more Beyblades and Metabots. I mean, that's still Metabots is raw as fuck, though. I mean, that's that's anime. I know. That's not American. <laughs> so it's like... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you, if you're talking strictly American-made things, yeah, I, I, that, what's the last time America's like, made a kid show at this point? I I don't know. I think... I'm not sure. I feel like... Because Castlevania is an American, American-made animation. Yeah, but show. that was not meant for kids. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not meant for kids, but I think that's one thing. I think another what is... The Owl House, that's meant for kids, and it's American animation. Mm. But, you know... It, all, it did get canceled, and then season three is, like, they gave him, like, three special episodes to, like, wrap up the series, which I think is ridiculous, because, like, that could have been a moneymaker for Disney, but, you know, they don't want to, like... It It was a weird time. It was during... Why the- is anima- or animation in general just being so dismissed lately? I don't know. I think... Like, I think we when we talked about it before recently. Like, they, I think maybe they're just afraid that it's just going to, like, wipe out, like, I guess... But is it more expensive to make than, like, a traditional live-action show? I can't imagine it is. I don't know, actually. Maybe it is. Maybe if you're paying, like, the wage you're supposed to be paying, it could be a little bit more. Well, which is Maybe why they're going non-union, I guess. Yeah, that's probably why they're going non-union. But it's, I mean, still, it's, it's ridiculous because, like, animation is, is cinema. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Cause, One know, of these days we'll get people to understand that. I mean, yeah. fucking look at Puss in Boots lighting the world on fire. Puss in Boots, what is it, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio movie. Mm-hmm. It's just... I know. I don't know. I don't and that's claymation. That takes way longer than most other Hell things yeah. to make. That is a hard thing to it, complete, start to finish. Even worse, because I know Netflix tweeted out saying animation is cinema, and I'm just like, hmm, are you sure about that, buddy? <laughs> You're telling me. Bastard. Like, yeah. Gut everything from your library. Yeah, and I think another one, they were just like, we don't like to leave any story unfinished. Yeah, I saw and, that. And I was just like, <laughs> it's like. As you cut half of your series short. Yeah, it's like, man, are you even listening to yourself? It's like, Jesus. They're it's, clearly not. <laughs> it definitely is a dark time for animation right now because, like, what people thought was well, once going to be, like, a safe haven, which was, like, Netflix, HBO Max, they're just, like, gutting everything out. And I don't know why. There has to be. I mean, do they have, like, a vendetta against it? Like, are they, are, like, I know Netflix doesn't release the numbers. Maybe HBO Max isn't, release, isn't releasing their numbers. But, like, is animation just beating out every stupid reality TV show that they're fucking putting out? I mean, maybe it's just without having, like, an actual, like, celebrity or actor that you can, like, attach to a project, it's harder to popularize it. No, I'm going to start, like, putting every animation movie on all my TVs at home. Yeah, right? Just run them into the ground. Yeah. Replay until the tape wears out. Not even a tape, and we're still wearing out tapes. It's, I just don't know. That just, whoops. (laughs) Rookie. Rough day, rough day. That's how, that's how I feel. It's just. It's okay. Mercury's in retrograde until tomorrow. It's like, come on, people, give animation a chance. You're all cowards ever since you found out that Beauty and the Beast almost took home the best picture, 
back in the 90s. Yeah, and that's when uh, Disney decided to destroy its animation studio on purpose, which is why Titan AE and like every Treasure Titan. Planet, like no Titan, Titan AE is not. It was Warner Brothers. Uh, Treasure Planet and Atlantis. No, Treasure Planet came out in 2000. That's years later. Still, they they were trying to tank their animation division for a long time because they were not. Hey, where the hell did you hear this? Ah, uh, fuck. I wish I had a source on that one, but I did read an article about this. I think I was supposed to bring it up like three weeks ago, and I forgot to. Oh, my God. I'll get back to you with some facts, I, I, I find it a little hard to believe because after Beauty and the Bees, they came out with what? Like uh, Little Mermaid, Aladdin. So it's just like it's really hard to think how they're going to tank it when they're coming out with these hits. What's the other one? Oliver and Company, a Goofy movie. The hits just keep on coming. I, I don't know. I don't know, B. This is this is pretty hard to back up. I don't know. I might have been dreaming this. Are you sure you're just not trying to take down Disney Animation? The Lion King. <laughs> I am single-handedly attacking the world's largest company. Uh, what else? I don't know. Fucking Tarzan with the banger-ass soundtrack. The Mulan. Tarzan had no business being that amazing of a soundtrack. Atlantis, another great movie. Uh, what else do we have? <laughs> that was just giving me a bunch of Disney tank tops as I Google this. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Moving on, folks. Oh, man. I, don't know. I just, I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. Given, like, how much... Because I know after the Beauty and the Beast, they made a whole new category of best animated feature, and I'm just like, you cowards. <laughs> so, who knows? Who knows? We'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous, and I don't know. Maybe today we'll have a short episode, because, like... It is a lot of animation to talk about. We'll see. Because I feel like this next topic right here that we're going to talk about, it's, I'm probably going to get really deep into because it's just so annoying. There's there's rants available on all sides for this next one, and yeah. all of them seem to be justified. So, for this next topic that we have here... Wait, you're inside my house! Um, Velma premiered on HBO Max with two episodes, and it really wasn't that good. I watched it because I wanted to give it a chance, and just also myself, just pretty curious to see how the show would be. And I will admit, some of the animation was really well done, and I liked it, like the highlights, and like I liked the look of it a yeah, lot. Yeah, it, it looked pretty good. Like I liked it, and it kind of some scenes, like when like when Velma was having like her panic attacks, it gave me like Zombie Island vibes. A little bit. Not. Not. I'm not saying because like Zombie Island is way above and beyond. Movie. Yeah, those hallucinations were fucking intense. Yeah, they were intense. But it just feels like the show could work with original characters. But somehow they decided to paste in the Scooby Doo gang. Yeah, I mean, like because like there's no reason for them to be these Scooby Doo characters. It like, feels like no character is like their character. So why did they make it so hard? Or like why did they? make it with Scooby-Doo characters if they're not even like their own character. I really don't know. I mean, are they trying to establish like this is an origin story? Even if it is an origin story, it's still like... Well, it is an origin story. She says that in like the intro to the first episode, but... I mean, it doesn't make sense because Shaggy got Scooby as his puppy. So it's like, what the fuck? Well, maybe they're retconning that and they'll get a dog later. But also like you could have included Scoob. You could have... I mean, he wouldn't talk or anything like that, but maybe that could have been part of her hallucinations, like having the dog talk. I mean, that would have made sense. I feel like a talking dog would be the less, like, ridiculous thing in this show because, like, someone gets their leg chopped off with a fucking, what is it, paper cutter thing? Yeah, those paper guillotines that I used to want to play with so badly when I was a kid. Yeah, like, someone gets their leg chopped off with that. Like, people, people are getting their brains spooned out of their fucking heads. It's just ridiculous. And then, I don't know, the meta humor in it is just like, it's, it's, it's too, too much. much. It's, it's too much. It's just like, Calm really? Calm down. You're trying to be Deadpool. 
Yeah, it's, it's not it's not subtle enough to make it funny, and it's just too over the top. And I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, there are some parts that did make me laugh, but just not enough for it to make me make me think like. There's this definitely some good jokes in there. Don't get me wrong. Like Mindy Kaylee's still funny, but I just don't. I don't like. I don't get it. I don't get the direction it's going in. I, don't know, I feel like she's just writing like her revenge high school fantasy, basically. Which is fine for the creator to want to put themselves into their work, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's like. Who are, you, who are you attacking? Who are you doing this for? Yeah, it's... And, like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's relatable to a lot of people out there. And if that's the case, good for you. Like, like I'm glad you're finding a show that works for you. It's just, I don't get it. Yeah, I And maybe that's it. my super white privilege coming in, but fuck that. I feel like that's just also the general consensus. Because, like, I don't think anybody likes this. And everyone's surprised that it's, like, the number one stream to watch show. But it's like, well, when you take everything else off, obviously that's going to be the only thing people are going to be able to watch. Yeah. animator wise that's if, not a movie. if there's anything that makes me happy about it it's that right wing people are super pissed off because it's so woke <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been seeing it i'm just like oh my god yeah taking this a little too hard i'm like good you know what if it makes them mad i'm happy about that but yeah for the most part i don't know it's just it's, it didn't need to be scooby-doo it could have been anything probably could have been cooler if it wasn't scooby-doo if i'm to be honest yeah i feel honestly like think about it if this was like a scream animated series that could be cool that would have been pretty this good. Could, this could have worked good as, like, any other property. Yeah, but Scooby-Doo, I feel like it's just been done too many times for, like, an adult kind of themed Scooby-Doo thing. Because, like, I did talk about the comic book Scooby-Doo Apocalypse, and yeah. I think that did, like, the mature Scooby-Doo theme really well. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I think they can make an adult or mature Scooby-Doo without making it so over the top like this one. Yeah, and then, and being it, but also if you want to go with the parody route, there's been other versions that have done the parody much better like i know robot chicken did one family guy even did one yeah. which was funny and like a small cutaway gag which was probably better yeah than and, first I, and i don't like to give a lot of credit to family guy anymore yeah. but and then venture bros did one themselves and i thought that was hilarious <laughs> where they're just like a that's a quality ragtag ragtag team of like thieves i think it was Something i don't remember like it's, it's been a while and then what was the other one and then if you want to get down to like a mature theme, actual Scooby-Doo show, Mystery Incorporated is hands down the best Scooby-Doo show ever. Yeah. Like, I really like that one. Everyone should watch that if they there's want There's been to. a lot of Scooby-Doo over our lives. Yeah, there's been a lot of Scooby-Doo. So it's, it's so just, weird that that's one of the things that just constantly gets reinvented. Yeah, I mean, even if people don't like it, we just got to wait it out. They'll put out another new one eventually. So True. But I know, I think season two has already been greenlit, which is not surprising for animation works because I know they have to start early. Unless you're Netflix. <laughs> yeah, unless you're Netflix. Then just crash and burn everywhere you go. Yeah, they'll just, even if season two is like completely finished, they'll just be like, you know what? It's canceled. But like, just put the episodes out, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's telling a story for sure. It's only two episodes in, so I'm definitely going to give it its chance. But I'd like to see where it goes because this is supposed to be an origin story, and so far it just kind of seems like it's Velma versus everyone. Yeah, it. it I just, I don't know. There's something. It just feels like the writers who made this show, they the only adult animated series they ever watched was like Family Guy and Big Mouth. Yeah, I yeah. Not that it's anything like Big Mouth, but you can tell that they're trying to be very over the top. Yeah, very over the top, very like raunchy, and it's just like that's that just because it's raunchy doesn't make it an adult animated series. It's yeah, like, Rick and Morty fucked the curve for everyone apparently. Yeah, everybody wants to be Rick and Morty, and that's just not the route to take. That was just good because which right now you don't want to be Rick and Morty, given the Justin Roiland news. Oh yeah, oh man, I forgot we should include that in the topics. Yeah, might as well talk about it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <clears throat> 
But I don't know. I just the whole reason to exclude Scooby was ridiculous. Like a talking dog is not going to make the show childish. And also, I don't know if this is true or not because I've been seeing it on Twitter. And apparently, in the next couple episodes, Shaggy is supposed to meet a girl named Scooby to help him get over uh, Velma. Which, by the way, I hate the way they're doing Norval in this. Yeah, it's... he's like obsessed with Velma and like he's just super weird. Yeah, it's like we went from Ultra Instinct Shaggy to this. What kind of performance do you call that? You made me sound like a total space cadet, man. I'm sorry if you're the way I was just, I was trying to be real to your character. If you like goof on me in the sequel, I'm coming after you. Yeah, and I'll give you a Scooby Smack. And it's just like, I'm not on board with it. It's it's just very unlike him. I don't know. I, I don't, it, like every character is not like themselves and I don't like it. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, she's what, what she's trying to subvert expectations or something? Maybe. Uh, I mean, like, I, I like the way they're doing Daphne. If Velma wasn't so harsh, I would like her a lot, but she's cool. I like the way they're going her, but the rest of the cast, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think there's one character I actually like on this show. <laughs> I kind of like Daphne. They're doing, like, the whole popular girl, but she's got her own problems kind of a deal. Feels like any kind of a 90s rom-com or something like that. I don't know. It just seems like any other CW show to me. It does got some CW to it. You're right. You're fucked. What the fuck? It's just, I don't know, but what's what's with the uh, Justin Roiland news? I, I I've seen it. I think he, like he got like arrested for like. Yeah, I saw it uh, pop domestic. up, but I didn't look too much into it. But it looks like he's facing felony domestic violence charges. Ooh, uh, that's not good. After an incident in 2020 with a woman he was dating at the time. Uh, this isn't even the thing I was thinking about because I know there was something where he was like grooming a 16 year old. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, or he was making like very inappropriate comments with somebody who was like messaging him or something like that, and just be like, "No, I'm just joking," which is a very that's Rick Sanchez thing to do. I mean, I guess. I guess so, but it's just like, come on, man! It's like you got to know better than that. Yeah. Oh God, there's police body camera footage. Jesus Christ. Ooh, does it sound good for him? Uh, and I wonder how how Adult Swim is going to take this going forward. Is it like are they just going to remove his name from the show? Is he even going to be involved in the show still? Oh, it's hard because he does the voice of Rick and Morty. That's what I'm saying. It's like, are they just going to... I mean, they can hire another voice actor. Don't get me wrong. But, like, uh, that might be a hard one for him to come back from. For the show to come back from. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, at the end, I guess you can can just end Rick and Morty. I think... It's ran its course. I think, yeah, it definitely has ran its course. It's, it's, there's only so much you can do, and I feel like it definitely is coming toward its end because... Yeah, they can only retell the same story of Rick realizing he's an asshole so many times. Yeah. That it's kind of getting played out at this point. And given all the history that Dan Harmon has been through, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to deal with any more bullshit. <laughs> this man's got to be so tired. Yeah. <laughs> After his community fiasco, he's just done. Community fiasco, what was it? He got like, he went through like a terrible divorce, <laughs> depression, suicidal, and now he's finally back in a good place. And then he has to deal with, with this shit now with Justin Roiland. It's yeah. like, Jesus, man. Let this man catch a break. I mean,. I mean, I, I, he'll be fine, I'm sure, but you know, Justin Roiland, maybe not so much. That sucks. I mean, I'm I'm curious now to think what like his and other animation friends have said or are like doing because I know Alex Hirsch from Gravity Falls they did like collaborative work together. Yeah, that's the weird thing. You don't realize how much Justin Roiland's involved in until you actually start looking at him. He's got that new game out. Uh, that's. I think I've heard of it, but I just haven't. I didn't basically, have you got a talking it. gun, and the whole thing is just like 
Rick talking to you. And like the game is supposed to like make fun of you for doing certain things. It's supposed to be very fun and interesting, but like, huh? I mean, I, I guess the whole act is getting a little played out. I feel like it is. I just know he used to voice a character in a Disney Channel show. Yeah. So I was just like, holy shit. It's yeah. crazy how, yeah, it is crazy to think how much he has been involved in. But now with this shit, it's like, oof. I don't know, man. I think someone even put up a meme from like the show that he voiced a character on, uh, Fish Hooks. Like everyone has like their own freaking scandal, which is crazy. Like him with a domestic yeah, uh, I remember battery seeing charge. That. And I think the other actor, Kyle Massey, he was like, I guess charged for like text, sending inappropriate text to like a 14-year-old child or something like and that. Same with Justin Riley here. Was just like, oof. Yeah, and there's then, numerous women who've come forward with texts and date receipts from when they were underage, as young as 15, and Justin Roiland mess- messaged them implying he was sexually attracted to them. What the fuck? They got the receipts? Oof, man, no, this, yeah. this dude is done. <laughs> he is done. I'm sorry, Rick and Morty. Yeah, that's, uh, and with responses from, uh, you better not post this conversation, you bitch, LOL, from him and stuff like that. Ooh, that's just incriminating. That is not looking good. Guess I made a pretty big mess of things myself. Hoo-wee. Damn, it's like now you're going to be like, are you, I don't know. It's just as bad as supporting uh, Harry Potter now, I feel. <laughs> yeah, which is fucking tragic because I love Harry Potter and I, I want to play does... this new game, but like. Same thing, it's like I do want to play the game as well, but it's just like, damn, it's like, I don't, I don't want, I don't know. Like, I know she's not getting any money because she, she's already been paid for the for the IP rights. But also, like, if this game does well, I mean, it's obviously going to do well because there's going to be people who are going to be hate buying it anyway. If anything... <clears throat> hate buying? How does one hate buy a thing? Because they think, like, buying it is going to be, like, going against, like, what, the trans rights and some other stupid shit that they have, like, their head wrapped around. Like, they want to, like, be like, hur, 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 like I, I bought this game, so, like, now you're whatever stance on it is is a fucking joke i I really don't know because one i'm not that fucking stupid (laughs) this logic is insane i know so i mean i think the only way i can i myself can justify purchasing this game is just getting it on black friday dude i'm I'm looking at some of these text exchanges with justin rowling right now and i do not want to repeat them on this podcast but they're fucking weird Ooh, don't repeat them let let it die and let this man dig his i mean he's dug his own grave but he's gonna he he is definitely gonna face the wrath of it Especially, I feel like Adult Swim doesn't really play with that shit either. Ever think about how horrified the people we love would be if they found out who we truly are? No, from what I can tell, they're, they're run pretty well and, I mean, as ethically as I think any animation studio can be run, but still. Hot damn! No, because I think they even, like, ran <clears throat> out their own previous director of, like, Adult Swim before for his inappropriate comments or something like that. I think that's what happened. I'm not 100% sure. I will need to like dig in a little more into it, but I feel... We're freestyling with this one, folks. Forgive us. Yeah. We did back-to-back <clears throat> episodes here, so... We're tired. We're lost. <laughs> <laughs> Ketty is fucking editing his heart out right now, apparently, to get the last episode ready. Yeah. I mean, it will be ready, too, so... No no waiting on that. Good. I'm excited. That was a good episode. It was a really good episode. Um, it'll be out on Wednesday. I mean, obviously, when this is recording... I was going to say, they're going to know. They're going to know. They're going to figure it out, buddy. Yeah, it'll be good. But yeah, it's just that and also like training for the Smash tournament, which by the time this episode comes out will have been completed. So organizing <sighs> that has been not a headache, but it's it's it's, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a fun time. We're hoping it goes well. Hope we get a good turnout, guys. Yeah, it should be fun. 
You know what? Well, it's already in the past now. We had an amazing tournament, an amazing turnout. Congrats to, insert name of winner here, for one hell of a tournament run. Oh I guess it, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Someone's going to... Please, I will, I will please edit in the name over that because... <laughs> okay. uh, I'm going to edit it after we say that. So. There you go. I appreciate <laughs> the bit. Oh, man. But otherwise, for Velma, it's just... I think it's too soon. Not too soon. I don't know, it's just not a good show. I don't want to say it's too soon to call it, but it's just it, there's nothing in there to make me want to come back. I mean, obviously there's this stupid mystery of like finding out what happened to her mom, but I feel like whatever they're going to reveal, it's not going to live up to the expectations that I have of what I want it to be. Give it time, man. I, I'm trying to be as optimistic as I can these days, so I'm I'm hoping they have a plan in mind of where it's going. So it'll. Maybe work itself out or it won't i mean that no, is the way nothing against mindy kaling or anything but i feel like her best work comes from from when she's just a writer and not like a content creator if that makes sense no not as a showrunner but as a contributor yeah, yeah, you mean yeah, okay yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> is she like the sole producer and creator of this like yeah like she's the one who like pitched this whole idea basically. okay all right so this is what her second chance at doing something like that after the Mindy Kaling project, which yeah. I never saw, so I don't actually know never how to feel it about either. it. So, I mean, it seemed like it did well on Fox. Some Fox, so you that's, can do anything a, with some hot people, and it does well on Fox. I mean, that should just tell you that it was on Fox. <laughs> so that's all I got to say for that. Well, um, hopefully, it picks up because it's it's got potential, but mm. I, I don't like where the way they're starting it off. I don't know, especially if they're making the black girl named Scooby a real thing. I'm just like, oof, that doesn't look good. That doesn't look good. Just why? I don't know. Just evil, evil finds a way, I guess. It's like it's like in uh, Dark Knight Returns when, um, oh my God, what is his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character at the end. They're like, oh, you did so good, detective. And he's like, yes, but that's not my real name. My real name's Robin. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. That was so dumb. That was pretty cringy. I was like, come on. I was like, you did it somehow. I mean, I guess. I mean, Good we all knew you. he was technically Robin because he was like assisting Batman. Yeah, he was he was he was being pretty Robin y for a non Robin, but yeah. uh, you know. That was just too much on the nose at the end there. Yeah. A little too much. A little too much. Oh man. But what do we have here for today? The Transformers will return after these messages. Oh, God. There it is. We got it, folks. All right. So my last-minute scramble at the liquor store brought me to... Oh, what is this called? The Breweries Around the Bend, which I've never heard of, but apparently it's in Chicago. Well, yeah, it's Around the Bend. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. <laughs> what would I ever do without you? <laughs> God damn it. I hate this guy sometimes. Um, uh, the beer is called... Bureau. Bureau. It is not called Bureau. It is called the Ghost of Electricity. Actually, it's called the Ghost of Electricity. Not even electricity. I just noticed that now reading the can. Looks like it's got Thomas Edison on the... That ain't no Thomas Edison. That looks more like Nikola Tesla. It does look more like Tesla, but he's got Edison bulbs We all know Tesla's the father of electricity. Well, of direct current, not alternating current. There was a big war in the electricity days back in the day. We Uh, all know that Edison sabotaged him by saying that what... What was Tesla's direct current? Yeah. He would or go around the country electrocuting them. elephants to yeah. show them how dangerous direct current was. Yeah, which was fucking Yeah, Edison's awful. insane. We awful. should not we should not honor this man at all. Uh also I'm pretty sure Nikola Tesla tried to talk to aliens, so props to him for being fucking cool and weird. Uh but yeah, it's a Kolsch style beer. 
which is a German style beer often said to be like the gentle cousin of a Pilsner. So super easy to drink. It's like 4.9%. Honestly, I'm digging it. It's tasty. I could drink a lot of these and like be fine. Yeah, definitely. This is, this would be a good summertime sitting on the porch kind of beer. I can see that. I like it. Not bad. Pretty simple. It's basic as hell, but it I is like very that. very basic. <laughs> That's all I got to say. For a name like Ghost of Electricity, I'm like, this is pretty basic. True. Taste. This could have been cooler, but I mean, they're not all going to be bangers. I often say that beer names are like punk band names in the 90s where they just try to think of the fucking reddest thing they can call it. I just want to, I, I always just want to ask like whoever comes up with this. It was like, how did you come up with this name for this plain ass beer? Uh, like, did you think the name? Well, obviously, they probably think a cool ass name would fucking sell the beer. That's probably number one reasoning behind it. Yeah, I was gonna say that's uh, that's kind of the main way. But you know, it's a, it's a simple <clears throat> beer. I feel like also oh, in the West Loop. It's a I don't know how to say like it's a more fancier Bud Light. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like I, I'm a little disappointed because I thought it would be a lot better tasting than what it is. But I'm just like, man, this is just. I mean, Kolsch's and Pilsners kind of only taste one way. And they're like just somewhat better or somewhat worse. There's some pilsners that I'm just like, damn, this tastes really good. Ooh, I want to try whatever the hell this is by them. Ramblin' Rosé. That looks good as hell. Well, now you got to go find it. Now I got to track them down. God damn it. See, B is now in charge of all the drinks here. So, Yeah, I'm in charge of the alcohol. He's in charge of the non-alcoholic. Make him Stick to our strengths. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, dude. I can drink a lot of these. It's tasty. And I don't feel like it's going to weigh me down too much. I don't think it's going to... Get me too buzzed so I can't do anything afterwards, but... I don't know, man. I just going to get the Miller Lite taste out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say Miller Lite the first time or Bud Light? I don't know which but one. But it's just all the lights. It's all the lights. Just It's just a better version of all the lights. That's probably know. why it's Ghost Electricity. <laughs> Guys, if you could see the pride on his face after making this joke... Oh, man. He's I like a, a genius. pig in shit right now. Uh... <laughs> That's pretty good, buddy. That's pretty good. Uh, that's golden right there. That's gold. Oh, God damn it. I hate For the short so episode we're probably going to have today, that's that's comedy gold right there. Highlight of the day. Yeah. yeah. I see what you did there, even though you probably didn't even know you did it. No, I'm just that talented, buddy. Just that talented. They flow through me, much Do like they? this beer is going to, because <laughs> it's very easy to drink. Oh, man. Goals electricity. I mean, the can look, it looks really cool. It looks I mean, cool, man. You, you guys will see when I post it up on the page later. Uh, but aside from taste, it's very plain. Nothing too special. Yeah, that's fine. I would never buy it again, but... Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't think I'm not happen. having a bad time drinking it. Yeah, I'm not having a bad time, but I was not having... So I've had some beers that are shit and yeah. make me regret living. This one, yeah, this one's fine. I mean, I'm having a bad time, but I'm also not having a great time. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the mark. It just exists. I want a Modelo time. I do love Modelo. That's what I want here. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want this beer to be. It's like, give me like a Modelo time or a Miller time. I don't know what other times there are. I, I don't think every beer has a time, Kev. You're just making this up. <laughs> no, there's Miller time. I've seen the There's commercial. Miller time. I don't know about Modelo time. You've never heard of Modelo time? I just, every time is Modelo time, man. I love Modelos. Oh my God. Can't believe you've never seen the meme about it's Modelo time. It's always Modelo time in my house. But, yeah, I don't know. Pretty pretty plain beer, I guess. Yeah, plain beer. Anyways, because, nice. it's, because it's plain, I'm going to say it's Edison on the cover now. Yeah, see? There you go. He sucks. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Elephant murderer. Where was PETA back then? 
Doing the same thing they do now. Absolutely nothing for animal rights. Apparently there's a barbecue joint in Texas called PETA. Um, <laughs> people eating tasty animals. That's fucked up, but funny too. I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. We now return to the Transformers. Moving on <laughs> to our guy. To our guy. This is one topic that I'm actually really happy to talk about. True. I can't wait to have this marathon soon. Yeah. So Brendan Fraser wins big at the Critics' Choice Awards. Hell taking yeah. home the award for Best Actor. And one, I could not be happier for him. He fully deserves it. And glad everyone is seeing how great an actor he is. <laughs> and I don't want to say it's a comeback, but I guess it is a comeback. Yeah, it's a comeback. It's a comeback. But given like the, his, the, the things that happened to him in Hollywood and how he was like blacklisted, I guess yeah, I would say it's a comeback because like he he was he was shunned and he did go through like a depressive period. Yeah, he couldn't work for a long time because he was actively speaking out against producers and stuff like that that were fucking yeah, the, being scumbags. Yeah, like I think what they, what he said they sexually assaulted him, him, and, others as well. Yeah, like, others as well. He was very vocal and he got shut down for a long time. Finally, got another chance with this ro- role in the whale, which yeah. apparently is phenomenal. I haven't watched it yet, but well. Not just that, but I think also, like, his wife divorced him, and she was asking for, like, a ridiculous amount of alimony, where it was just, like, it was... 600000 A year. What? Yeah. Some of that was, was for uh, child support, which he did not contest at all, because it was just, like, I will provide for my children, because he's just a fucking great dude. But I think she was seeking, like, at least sixty, fifty to 60000 a month for herself. Holy shit. Which is insane, because I'm just like, I don't think you need that much. Get a prenup, folks. Yeah. Shit's wild. So, yeah, shit's wild. Um, I don't know how it went to court, if they got that lowered, or if she... I think he just had to pay it until she got remarried. So, hopefully, she got remarried, <laughs> because, like, that's just just too much for him. It was like, god damn. That's a lot for a guy who's not able to work. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's why he was doing so much different, like, small, like, projects i think what what did he say in his like uh award speech it's like where were you for like furry friends i think it was furry friends like he was in the movie where he like could not talk to animals but like animals would come and live at his house or something like that i i remember seeing, oh like, trailers. Uh, this is this is ringing a weird vague bell like i remember seeing trailers and everything about it and i was and i was just like he's doing these kind of movies which i thought was kind of weird but you know man's gonna get a paycheck yeah um <laughs> somebody asked him if uh, he would ever be open to returning to the Mummy franchise, and he was like, "I mean, it's a good paycheck. I'd do anything at that point." So, yeah, oh, furry man. vengeance. That's what it was. That's what it was. Called. I remember that. I think I saw this when I was a kid, when we stayed over at my aunt's house. Oh my god, three point eight stars. You're killing it. <laughs> but yeah, I know it was his work with Titans and Doom Patrol that started what is called the Renaissance. <laughs> I love it. But he has had numerous amazing works in his career. Obviously, you know. Uh, Encino Man for me. Classic. Polly uh, Shore at his heyday. What was another one that I saw? The Joy. one that I saw recently too was Blast from the Past. It was him and uh, Alicia Silverstone. That's a good one as well as um, Bedazzled. Oh, yeah. Bedazzled. Same, same vibe. Great movie as well. Bedazzled. Uh, what was another good one? Obviously, the Mummy series. Phenomenal. And like the. Oh, only- Georgia the Jungle. Uh, yeah, Georgia the Jungle. Great movie. That it's movie's. On- awesome it's on disney plus too oh man. is it really yeah, oh i'm so watching that it's such it's it was such a great movie to revisit again oh man. he played a great himbo airheads yeah you ever see airheads i with have Adam never Sandler? actually seen Airheads. bro actually. watch airheads it is a such a good movie that's like early 
like early Adam Sandler. And I remember I just saw a brief interview uh, between Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser. Uh, and they were talking about how he was so intimidated to work with him because he liked him so much. <laughs> and uh, somebody told Brendan Fraser that Adam didn't want him in the movie. But then Adam, when he was doing the interview, he was like, oh, no, are you kidding me? From the moment I saw you, I needed you in my movie. So, so who was who was intimidated? Brendan Fraser was intimidated, or Adam, uh, Ad, Adam was intimidated to work with uh, Brendan Fraser because Adam wasn't like much of an actor then. Right, like he's more a comedian in SNL and stuff like that. But this is like one of the first projects where it wasn't like an SNL produced thing. Right, right. So yeah, that was that was one of Adam Sandler's first movies, I think. Oh, I definitely need to check that out then. Yeah, no, fucking great movie. One because dude. I just love Brendan Fraser. So yeah, and back before Adam Sandler was the meme that he is now. Although, yeah, Adam Sandler's kind of making a comeback, too, ever since... Uh, I guess so. I mean, but at the same time, Adam, Adam Sandler has deserved the status that he has now, because, like... 100%. So. Speaking of 100%, I gotta watch his special. Adam Sandler's special? Yeah, 100% Fresh. Hmm. Uh, he came out with a uh, stand-up special, which is the first time he's come up with a comedy special in fucking decades. All those old comics are getting back out on the road and stuff like that. I guess so. They're probably going through their nomadic phase. I don't know. Cause yeah, they, they've cause done everything they can do, and they want to get back to their roots of comedy. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Adam Sandler, 100% fresh, which I remember is, I didn't know what the hell it meant at first. I thought it was, like, all new material, but I guess it's him talking about, like, his Rotten Tomatoes infamy <laughs> because he's, like, broken the record for, like, the most low-rated Rotten Tomatoes movies. He's won so many Razzie Awards that it's kind of insane at this point. I mean, who cares at this point? I mean, like, it's like, he's done great work, so it's like, you can have all those bad movies. What Was it all his, like, Netflix movies were, like, awful? Uh, yeah, no, they're all terrible. I know probably the worst one was, what, Jack and Jill? Jack and Jill's trash. <laughs> why was Al Pacino in that movie? I don't know. I really don't I don't know. even think Al Pacino knows why he was in that movie, to be quite honest with you. And what was the other bad one that he had? Well, it was with him and Andy Samberg. Uh, oh, That's My Boy? That, that's My Boy is pretty funny, actually. I, know, I haven't seen it. It's not good, don't get me wrong, but it, it's kind of fucking good. I don't know, but... Let's, let's bring the focus back over here to our boy, uh, Brendan Fraser, over here. Brendan Fraser. Because I know when I saw when I saw he got the cast for uh, Robot Man on Doom Patrol, I was like, oh, man. I was like, I hope this leads to him getting more work and, like, you know, making making comeback. I was like, I really want to see this guy, like, get on screen. Yeah, I was really stoked to see that he was going to be involved in a DC project. Yeah. And then that's the other thing, too. He was supposed to play Firefly in the Batgirl movie, and then that got canceled. And I was like, man, I would have right. loved to see him play the villain. I think yeah. he would deliver a great performance as a villain. Firefly is a cool one, too. Yeah. Literally the polar opposite of... Mr. Freeze. <laughs> yeah, it's a, he's more... Uh, Mr. Freeze is more like a tragic villain, whereas Firefly, he's more bent on revenge. Exactly. Exact opposite. Yeah. So. Yeah, polar opposite. See, I know what I'm talking about sometimes, folks. Do you? No. No, no, no. Just fake it till you make a baby. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really glad. And What is Inkart? Inkart is... It was an, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but it's something has to do... Like I guess you write some pages in a book and it comes to life kind of thing. Death I just notes. know that he was handpicked by the author of the book to play the role. Hmm. So it's definitely been a while since I've seen the movie. I think back the technology we had back then couldn't make the movie what it probably could be now. So if they remade the movie, I would definitely like to see him play the role again. This sounds so cool. I've never even heard of this before. It got terrible ratings. Is that Paul Shear? I don't know. What the hell? Like I said, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but it, it looked really cool, and I, I, I have liked the concept of it. I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. It could also just be because Brendan Fraser was in it that I just, like, forgot about everything else. I was just like, he's in it. It's a good movie. Huh. I'm intrigued. But definitely worth checking out. And 2008? I, not even that long ago. 
dude, we're in 2023. That's like 15 years ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, it is. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I figured <laughs> I was in like junior or high school back then. Holy fuck. Yeah, but it's it's not a bad movie. And More Brendan Fraser. More Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, I mean, it co- it probably is like the comeback of 80 stars because like we have, I'm, I hope I pronounced his name correctly, K-Hugh Kwan, uh, Data. Short Round? Yeah, and Short Round. Oh, shit. He was in Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's right, he was. He played Wayman. Yeah, 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 phenomenal role for him too. I thought he was great in that role. And also, I found out that he was a stunt coordinator for the X Men movies. No way. Yeah. Also, he got some behind the camera work as well. Yeah. Okay, good for him. And then he retired back in like what was it, two thousand five or something like mm-hmm. that. And then it wasn't until uh, the directors for Everything Everywhere All at Once like picked him for the role. That you know, and then yeah, he thanked them for that, and now he's gonna be in a Disney Plus TV series, and now he's also gonna be in Loki season two. So, oh, tight. Yeah, so it's it's definitely a comeback years for all these. Stars. I like Loki, man. That's a good ass series. So, but I'm also like excited to see what Brendan Fraser has in store for the future because, like, man, <clears throat> he's still listed as uh, part of Batgirl in production. I mean, maybe it'll get released. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I would like to see his turn as a villain. His upcoming. I know he has some other projects in the works. Yeah, his upcoming projects that are in production right now are Killers of the Flower Moon, sounds fancy, Brothers, and Behind the Curtain of Night. So these all sound like kind of artsy films, which good for him. Yeah. But like, you know, this is probably stuff he was working on before he got his like mainstream like second crack at it and everything yeah. like that. And it looks like he's lost a lot of weight too. It looks like he's getting really back into shape. He looks healthy. He looks good. Which is ironic considering he just played a guy who was severely obese. Yeah. And I know there was some definitely backlash about that. People were asking why they didn't cast someone who was like, and I'm just like, well, I mean, I feel like that's a big ass to find someone like that. And probably not. Yeah, there's not a lot of those actors out there, unfortunately. Like, and probably no disrespect against it. Maybe I could be wrong, but like maybe they can't, perform in that capacity i mean but i could be wrong i could just be yeah because like i mean a lot of those schedules are pretty grueling so i can't imagine somebody with that many health complications would be able to but also who knows maybe just fucking nobody wanted to yeah maybe nobody wanted to but i always you ever think about that like somebody who plays like the character who gets made fun of for being ugly or fat or something like that that's a real person yeah (laughs) that's a real person they cast to be the person they make fun of that's fucked so maybe just nobody wants to be in those roles. It, yeah, it could also be that as well. Who knows? But also one of the produ- uh, one of the projects he has in development right now is the Legend of William Tell, famous yeah. marksman. So yeah. I'm I'm very intrigued. Is by he that. playing William Tell? Because I would like lose my mind over that. I would really hope so. I think so though. Yeah, I know he. What he was like in a couple episodes of like, is he on Yellowstone? I, everyone's telling me to watch Yellowstone. Is he? Or was it the other one 1842 or something like that? I don't know. Like. Do, it's like, do I really want to watch Yellowstone? It's like, I've been to the National Park, but it's just... Fucking, I don't want to watch Yellowstone. I'm not seeing him on here. I don't, I don't see Yellowstone on his IMDb page. Or he was on some other show, maybe, because was, he was like a Texas Ranger, or he was like some kind of like <clears throat> park ranger or something like that. I could just be different. I could be thinking of something else entirely, so... Are you sure you're not thinking of the voice of Grace and the Squirrel and the nut job? Because <laughs> you could be. Yeah, I may, it could be. I don't think I've ever seen that movie, so... I've definitely never, never seen that movie. Uh, but he, I have, he was Texas Rising, a History Channel miniseries. That could be it. That's probably what it was. But I have seen Puss in Boots, and I definitely recommend people watching that. Dude, I gotta see that. That movie looks phenomenal. 
It's a great movie. I just saw a snippet of the panic attack scene, and I was like, oh, wow, that's the best portrayal of a panic attack I've ever seen. Yeah, everyone's talking about that. And I, when I saw it, too, and I was just like, yeah. Well, ironically, a lot of people are comparing that scene to the scene of Velma having like her hallucinations and stuff like that. And people are like, this is the most accurate representation of like actually going through a panic attack that I've ever seen represented. And it really normalizes it from like a mental health perspective that right. anyone can have them. Even fucking Antonio Banderas is a cat. Yeah, but a fucking cat normalizes a panic attack, whereas like a human cartoon character does not. Yeah. That's where we're at in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> fucking DreamWorks killing it. DreamWorks definitely, that's the other thing, DreamWorks is definitely killing it, whereas opposed to Disney is just dropping the bomb. I don't think Disney has produced a hit in their last four animated uh, projects. What were the last projects? What was it, like Strange World, <clears throat> uh, Lightyear. I forgot about Lightyear. Nobody talked about it after it came out. People just bitched about it the entire time. Yeah, that was it. Lightyear, Strange World. Uh, I know there's a couple others. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Maybe the other one's Encanto. Mm, that one blew up. Mm, I don't know if you would say it blew up. I fucking can't walk anywhere without hearing somebody make a joke about... Um, fuck, what's the cousin's name? Or the uncle we don't talk about? Well, is it Bruno? Bruno, there it is. Okay, so it, I guess the, what I saw is like they were comparing Strange World and Lightyear to the bad guys and Puss in Boots. So if you look at the two of them... <laughs> bad guys is another one I haven't heard anything about. It's a really good movie. It's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. I just feel like it's an entire movie based off a of Billie Eilish song, and I love that. She seems fun. I don't know. She seems like a good hang. Ugh. But Bad Guys was a good movie. It's on Netflix. Uh, but yeah, I guess I guess maybe not their last four projects, but I guess the most recent two projects, which was Strange World and Lightyear, were just not as good. Because I know DreamWorks commercially and critically annihilated both of those. So yeah, you're just looking at the sheer volume of like Disney movies. There's the Tom Hanks Pinocchio, which awful. Yeah, Strange World, which. Did not get any marketing, and I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, I'll never know. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's, on, it's not. It's on Disney Plus now, I think. So I'll, I'll have to check it out and see. Uh, Turning Red kicked ass. Turning Red definitely kicked ass. That was a good movie. Technically the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio movie. But I'm going to chalk that one up to Guillermo and not uh, not them. <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers, you seem to like that one. It was a good movie, but I wouldn't say it was like successful. Fuck, they made another Cheaper by a Dozen movie with Zach Braff? Oh, yeah. What the hell? And like, was it Gabrielle Union? Uh, yes, that's what that looks like. They made a new Ice Age movie, which I didn't know happened. Uh, wait, Luck? What? Luck was Apple TV. Yeah, Luck was Apple TV. Probably the. Why studio- is that on this list? Probably the studio is owned by Disney or the other one. There's a lot of shit in here too, by the way. There's like Zombies Three, Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> what? I don't know, but is I. I feel like DreamWorks is definitely on the up and up because, like, if you go see the movie, they have, like, a new, like, intro for, like, their animator works, which is really nice. It looks pretty cool. It just seems like they don't put out as much, but whatever they do put out is high quality. Yeah, and I feel like that's what Disney used to do. Like, they used to be, like, there's this one big project that everybody anticipated. When it came out, it definitely blew the water. Yeah, it's same as, like, Marvel movies. Like, you used to look forward to them every year. Now there's, like, six a year that nobody cares about. I don't know. I mean, I am pretty excited for Ant-Man. 
Yeah, but that's just because I love Paul Rudd, and I'll do anything to see him. Yeah, Paul Rudd, and also just because I, I don't know, I feel like Kang's the next big bad, and it just looks... Is it, it Modoc looks, in it, too? Modoc is in it as well, yes. Interesting. Very interesting. So, that comes out next month, I want to <clears> say. Fuck, so soon? Yeah. That explains why I'm seeing all his Ant-Man Heineken commercials. <laughs> Non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic. Good for you. But I guess to move on to our last topic of the day here... Uh, last topic here is Tiny Toons Luniversity is set to premiere later this year. No exact date as to when, but there are some big changes in the show, and that is one of the big changes that people are upset about because... What? Yeah. Uh, Babs and Buster Bunny are now siblings instead of being, like, friends. So it, it, it's really weird because, I'm like, weren't they, like, romantically involved what in the What are you story? doing, Step Rabbit? Yeah. What the hell? It's very weird, and I, I don't know... Maybe they're I, just tired of people sexualizing their IP. But I feel like their storylines were, like... It was it was regular storylines. Like, they went on, like, what, prom together, like, school dances, and just... Why like, are they doing this? I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just so weird. There hasn't been much clarification as to why, besides they're just, like... I mean, not that I'm saying that I want to see, like, two child anthropomorphic animals... Well, are, God, are they are they children if they're going to university? They're ti- oh yeah yeah they're fucking college kids are still kids to me. But I guess yeah, that's weird. But not, it's not just that. It's just like their whole joke and their whole opening segment. We're just like I'm Buster Bunny and I'm Babs Bunny. No relation. That's that's like the big intro joke for them every time the show starts. I just don't get it. But I will say I am very excited for the show because I did like Tiny Toons. I want to see up. Buster and Babs experiment with drugs in high in college. That would be hilarious. Make it real, Disney. I, it's not, not Disney. Disney. It's Make it real, Warner Brothers. Sorry, I'm still on that Disney rant for why their <laughs> movies are shit now. Going off the rails here, folks. I don't know. Maybe just like maybe it's just too much high volume, not enough quality. Like I said, tough times for animation. It really is a tough time for animation. This is a really animation-heavy episode, and I don't think we had too many good things to say about any of it. That's fucking unfortunate, man. I love animation. Don't we all? I mean, I hella love animation. I wanted. I even studied it and like wanted to be an animator. But okay, I don't. we're all upset about animation here. What are some animated projects you are looking forward to? Obviously, Tiny Toons. I'm looking forward to. And 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 um. Oh shit! Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up the animated um, Avatar slate that they just came out with. I know they're working on a Zuko movie, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, and like, okay, so their timeline is weird. Um, I think the Zuko movie comes out the year after, so 2026. Are they all movies or are they series? These are movies. Uh, no, there's a couple of series. There's a couple of series? I thought just the Earthbender one was the only series. Um, okay, maybe it is just the one. Do, 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 do. All right, perfect. I'm excited to watch this finale of uh, Ash Ketchum's journey in Pokemon. Oh, yeah, that's coming soon. All right, so (laughs) so summer 2023 is the first live-action Avatar series, Book One Water, on Netflix. Okay, it's going to be a disaster. Not pumped for that one. But again, live-action. We're talking about animation here, folks. Uh, And then, wow, there's a two-year gap, summer 2025, where you get Book Two. There's another animated project called Nimono that I'm excited to see that was canceled by Disney and now it's getting revived. I forgot by who. What is it called? Nimono? What's it N-E-M-O. I don't really know much about it. I just know it was canceled and a lot of people are hyped that it's like, <clears throat> it got revived, basically. Huh. 
Nimona. I could be wrong on how to pronounce it, but I'll I'll look into it and we can discuss this on next week's episode. That is food. <laughs> Alright, we'll we'll look into it for next week. But um But you know that that should be a segment we could do. Well not a segment, but a topic we'll do. Like what are animated projects we're looking forward to? Yeah. But uh alright, so we have the adult adult anime the adult team avatar animated film in October twenty twenty five. So we have summer twenty twenty three and then 2025 is the next time we get something. So there's a big gap between these two. I don't know. Well, I'll have to find something. Maybe some, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's some good stuff. I did see some good stuff from Cartoon Network with their indie projects that they're coming out, which maybe one of those can get picked up for a full series. I'll have to look into the list again, and I can definitely tell you guys to look out for that and see which ones to watch. Because their last time they, well, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. The oh, last there is time, another animated series. The last time I saw like a bunch of these indie pilots was actually for Infinity Train. So we all know how that one turned out. Great until fucking HBO pulled it before I could finish the goddamn thing. It's still down? I don't know. I haven't checked recently. I mean, I think it's up on Hulu anyway. So, <clears throat> All right. So the 2025 is the new Earth Avatar animated series. And then 2026, it's just a random spinoff series that doesn't really give any information about it. And then 2027... We get a mysterious animated film, which they have not announced yet. It might be Kiyoshi. And pretty sure it's Kiyoshi. In twenty twenty seven we also get a question mark animated series. So there are three animated series coming in the next five years. Yeah, but I don't want all my looking forward animated projects just to be based off Avatar. I want No, to but see. I'm just talking about their slate that they have ah, coming okay. out. And the Zuko film, which is gonna be cool. So yeah, even just Avatar alone, a lot of good stuff coming out. But yeah, no, I'd I'd like to I'd like to hear your opinion, folks. Is there any animation you're looking forward to seeing? Let us know. Any projects I will in the works? Post this in the story and probably the story and I'll make a post about it on our page. There you go. There we go. There we go. So hopefully we have some good stuff to look forward to you. Obviously I hope this episode you guys enjoyed. I feel like maybe it's not up to par to what we put on the past, but eh, this was a little slap together, <laughs> but it's okay. We it's didn't want to miss a week, so Yeah. Didn't want to miss a week. We'll see what happens. We have we have the Smash tournament coming up and it'll be completed by the time this episode comes out so so we'll give you a lot more information about uh the tournament and updates and everything like that when we get back to you next time yeah but as always thank you for listening to another episode of the versions podcast you can always find me at geek night 90 instagram youtube tiktok as well now hey yeah one of my videos is even blowing up on tiktok doing dances popping Uh, that booty (laughs) no no if only folks if only uh, you can also find me on YouTube as well, working or putting the final touches on my Power Rangers video. Nice, nice, nice. Good to see you posting again. Yeah. Hopefully I can get it out in time before the 30th <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> that would be helpful. Uh, but how about you? Do, you? do you finally remember your handles? There's no, this, not at all. Uh, one of them's BumblingB underscore and one of them's BumblingB1, I think. Well, find out, people. Yeah. Report his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, But as always, remember, have yourselves a damned good one. Later, losers.